Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feminine Magnetism Podcast with your host, me, Hawaii. So, so happy to have you joining in into this space where we talk about all things intuition, alignment, and pleasure power. All the episodes that you're about to listen to are completely unplanned, unedited, and divinely channeled live streams converted into audio for you. So that means that they are a little messy and imperfectly perfect, just as is the magic of the feminine. Hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome. I um, hope everybody's having a good week. Happy Wednesday. Um, I think I read somewhere that something about this Aries season makes time go by really fast. Like the fire energy, like things are going to be, time is going to feel like it's just going by it. And I absolutely <laughs> feel that. I feel like the weeks are just like passing so quickly and we're already almost in April. Um, so it's just really interesting that I, I can definitely feel that energy where like things are just happening and I'm like, whoa, how is time even, um, is not matching up with the way that I'm experiencing life. And I typically feel like I, I find that when I feel like I'm going through a lot of growth, a lot of changes happening, getting all these new experiences, it's like, how could that all be within a span of two weeks? Or how could all of this have happened in, within just that time frame? So the, the concept of time is so interesting because how we experience it versus what like is technically happening um, sometimes just feels so off, which, it, which is why some weeks go by quicker than others. It, it's a, the amount of growth that's happening, how much change is happening within us, um, which is just such a better measure of, of time passing than you know, regular constructs of time. So yeah, time is going by really quick. It feels like a lot is happening and, and I just can't believe that it's been happening in such a short period. But um, one thing that I wanted to bring up today and, and I've had this like idea like marinating for a couple of weeks is the relationship between coaches and karmic lessons. So, I feel like I've like started to talk about this and there's so much more that continues to come through in regards to this topic. Um, but I remember I was just taking a walk the other day and I was just thinking like, why, why is it that I can make money off of coaching? Why is it that coaching is becoming like even more mainstream nowadays? There's so many people going into coaching, so many people hiring coaches to receive support. And this is just like totally unheard of. Um, like a decade ago, 10 years ago, people weren't even talking about this stuff. Even when I was in, in college, I remember like my, Instagram wasn't even that big, social media wasn't that huge. And even though I was in the mental health, uh, like leadership program of our college, I was in the health and wellness organization. I still was very unaware of a lot of things, mental health. Um, so it just goes to show how much more popular this work is, but specifically coaching how coaching has developed more recently is a testament to the relationship that we are having with our spirit selves and coaches are a lot like friends like you know friends are, are the family that we choose and coaches are the mentors that we choose so the reason why coaching has just become so popular, why people are drawn to it, why people receive so much from these containers is because of the karmic lessons that are intertwined in the coaching client dynamic. 
And what I mean by this is that ultimately the coaches that you're drawn to and the people that you desire to receive mentorship from are really just souls who are aligned with you in this lifetime, who have the same karmic lessons in this lifetime. You know, we, we all came with a certain set of um, things that we're meant to be learning, how we're meant to be uh, moving through this evolution within ourselves. Um, theories that are meant to come through different spiritual modalities that we're meant to be um, evolving through. We, we all came with a different package of intentions in this body, in this lifetime. And the coaches that we are drawn to, that we ultimately seek out support and, and hire to, to be led by, are just those souls that happen to have the mirroring lessons that happen to have just graduated some of these lessons that might be in like the more advanced stage of the same exact lessons and the difference with with what a coach does versus like you know your typical mentors like parents family um you know siblings in our lifetime is that we often turn to those people naturally like biologically we desire their guidance leadership um their insight. We have this like very physiological need to receive support from our kin. But these people aren't necessarily the ones who have the same karmic lessons that we do. And I remember having just so much of a realization when I read the book. Um, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking on the, on the name of the book. But it's where, I'll think of it and I'll come back to this, but it's where this hypnotherapist goes through and does all these past life or in between lives. He does these therapy sessions on people of what happens like right before you come to earth or before you're born and what happens right after you die. So this like transition period in between lifetimes. Oh, Journey of Souls. <laughs> That's the name of the book. Um, so he, he does these hypnotherapy sessions on people and, and almost everybody has like these exact same uh, stories of what they experience, the process they go through as they're transitioning in between lives. And we all have like this soul family, this group of souls that we just like vibe with that are like moving through this process together that we reconnect with in each of these lifetimes that we have experiences. So that's why like when we just vibe, you click with somebody, you're like, I feel like I know you already. Um, there's a good chance that this person is part of your soul tribe. It's part of your soul family. And you, you're made up of like the same like magical constellation that, that, that is part of this universe. You come from that like same part of universal DNA, which is why you guys are going through these lifetimes together or these lifetimes together. Sometimes really close. Sometimes you just have this soul contract where you meet up, you like ignite each other's lessons, and then you part ways again and continue your journey. But in the the moments after after you die and you have this like in between period before your next life, the a lot of these souls report going back to their soul fam and they rekindle and there's like this euphoric moment of like wow we're back together like you're reuniting you you remember just the closeness that you have and there's like this deep sense of home with that more than any like familiar relationship and, and maybe some people from your family are, are part of your your soul family but more than any of the the human closeness that we feel this soul tribe closeness that happens in the spirit realm is just like such this such a unifying experience of like wow you know me and i know you and we just get each other and so when people are in that space when souls are in that unification period 
Um, there's often um, like friendships that will be there, people that were friends in your life, siblings that will be there, um, and you all kind of move through the same lessons. Sometimes you might graduate and move into like a different like group, um, which is also kind of like on that same path. But typically, parents are not in your soul family. Um, parents are oftentimes in like a different, come from like a different uh, community, a different, uh, you know, part of the universe. They have different soul DNA. And that's part of the experience in this lifetime is to have this like kinship with somebody, to have this uh, desire to be led, to learn from them, to be able to give, to, to surrender so much trust to this individual, but also not have them be from the same material as you. So that experience of surrendering your power in some ways, growing up, you allow, um, and you, you desire even to have just the trust and, and leadership that comes from parents. You want that so bad. Um, but at the same time, they don't come from the same um, processes of you. They don't, they don't have the same uh, intentions in this lifetime, the same lessons that they're meant to learn. So working with that duality is why there's just such a complex relationships um, within parent-child and why we have these inner child traumas and we have these mother wounds that are unhealed. Um, I oftentimes find that a vast majority of my clients come from families with a bit of a mother wound, like a bit of a wounded feminine. Obviously, this is why I teach about feminine, not, not because I'm just like literally the queen of all things feminine, but because I came from um, an upbringing, a culture, a version of myself that absolutely did not understand it. So having had so much value in my masculine and, and being trained that way um, and being so trusting in that side of me is why now I have this power in my feminine. And this process of moving from this masculine space to an empowered feminine space, that journey is what I work with clients because that was me. That, you know, we, we teach and we coach the very things that we suck at the most, not the things that we're naturally experts at because we don't get it. We don't get how to help somebody when it's common sense. Um, so this is why a lot of my clients typically come from more of that masculine energy or have perfected that in this life and have had success with that, but may have reached a burnout or may just feel like this is not it. Like this doesn't feel that good. And now I want to swing over to the other side and be in this like authentic feminine space from a way that's so uniquely theirs. So that's usually what I work with because that's my story. Um, but I find that the mother wound is super common. Um, and it comes in various ranges, either having an absent mother, a torn relationship, um, kind of a currently estranged relationship um, with their mother. And I myself, my relationship with my mom, I absolutely love my mom. And we've gone through our own ups and downs in, in over the years. But one huge thing about that dynamic with my own mother is that we absolutely do not have the same karmic lessons in this life. The ways that we have experienced life and the method through which we've gone and the things that have worked for each of us is so different. And there's like constantly a longing to receive that support, advice, and like I want to be understood through my brain, through my processes, through, through my um, 
triggers and, and messiness. I want to be understood through that. And although my mom does totally get me in, in many ways, there's a part of me, there's a part of just how I function that isn't hers, that isn't natural for her, and that is perfectly okay. So this is why we seek out coaches. This is why we seek out souls who have gone through what we've gone through, who have the same things that make us tick. And this is why there is a bit of a difference with, um, I mean, whenever I, I give advice or, or try to um, give you insight on how to choose coach, therapist, any type of mentor, consider it a mentor that you wanna work with. Um, it has to come from an intuitive place. Their training isn't necessarily as important as like what they've gone through, how they've gone through it, where they are now. Um, you know, if we take ourselves back to a very like original tribal living, you know, when we lived in communities with um, villages of people, different levels of authority, different people in leadership, uh, when women used to actually gather collectively to connect with their intuition, to have red tent um, ceremonies where they would all be synced with the lunar cycle, they would all of their cycles would be synced together, there was much more um, sense of solidarity within the community. And so you wouldn't necessarily have to rely on just your own mother, your own um, parental figures to provide you leadership and, and insight. You could go to so many different women within the village who all had different expertise, who all had different experiences and insight, and you could receive maybe um, purpose support from one person. You could receive relationship support from somebody else that you admired. You could receive um, emotional support from somebody else that you admired, physical support about how, do, how your body functions from somebody else that you connected with and aligned with. So that was a fully available to us in one time, at a very primal way of being, we had that option. Now, we, we don't like, I mean, we live in cities or we live in our homes isolated, maybe we live totally far away from our families. We have just such, such a greater access to the world nowadays, which in some ways is so incredible. But in other ways, it does take away from just the connection in the community space and our ability to lean on mentorship support. So now that we don't have that available, um, it is absolutely necessary to seek out that support, to seek out somebody who's literally just one step ahead. We don't even need to have like the master of all masters. Like that is obviously a great place to learn from and get foundation, but working with people who are one step, two step, three steps ahead, they get it. They can feel where you're coming from. They understand what is going on in your brain. And that is all we need in order to move through this lifetime, to just have that support. So choose people based on what feels right. If you find yourself drawn to a certain individual, uh, there's probably something there. There's probably a part of their story that you haven't even heard about that you are currently going through. There's probably an experience they had with their inner child that, that's still very much leading their life today. So. There are so many ways that we feel connected and we align with a certain mentor. And if you find yourself pulled, there's probably something within that that you have not uncovered. So lean into that, figure out what that is, because the best way to move through our experiences, to graduate these lessons, is to receive this support from someone who's already done it.
All right, Kimo is ready to get out for his walk. So that's all I have to share. If you have any questions on that, send me a DM. If something in that feels like, hmm, I, I feel like that clicked. I feel like that I get what you mean when we're talking about soul contracts, karmic lessons, and coaches. You have likely been signed sign on to some kind of soul contract with the coaches that you've already worked with, that the leaders that you've already received support from, and you have so many more. So that is available to Journey of Souls. If you haven't already read it, highly recommend that book. Um, was absolutely life-changing for me and just the way that I experienced my life and, and this lifetime itself. But I hope everybody's having a good Wednesday. I hope your week isn't going by too fast and you're able to kind of catch up and feel good about the way that you're moving through all this. But that's all I have to share. Talk soon.